like a fun. I said the name and I'll say it again. It's Geeksta. And welcome to episode 120, part three of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. Hi, everybody. Hi. Uh, yeah, we welcome to the program for the final time in episode 120. Oh. Oh. We hope our trilogies are a lot more fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, this, in this show, we um, Ed brings us the nerd news. Kind of like what's happening in the world of geek news, television, radio, maybe, if, if eventually. Radio? Sure, maybe there's a, like, like the radio play of, like, Big Bang Theory, maybe, somewhere out there. Like, <laughs> Could that really be a radio show? Sure, why not? Because it's a lot, just, it's it's more words than visual. Yeah, that's true. So you can just kind of, you know, I mean, they think they can make anything into a radio program with the right amount of tweaking and... Yeah. You know, sound effects now. So, yeah. You know? We should write a radio version of the Big Bang Theory and see if we can pull it off. Okay, sure. You you get on that, Ed. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, we talk, uh, get a little Iron Man. Like I said, in the end of part two, a little Iron Man, a little Batman, a little Joker. Um, uh, what else do we talk about, Ed? We talk about Warp Drive. Oh, yes, we talk, we get a little science on you. Right. Drop a little science on you, bitches. What? So, yeah, so, uh, yeah, we talk warp drives oh. and how inspiration comes in the most oddest of places. That's true. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah, look at me. Yeah. <laughs> so, once I remember what we were talking about, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that too. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that did happen. Yeah, that did. You know, people were going, is there something wrong with Sean? Like, <laughs> short term memory. <laughs> Oh, you'll you'll understand like if this is your first time listening to the show, like this is your first threesome. I guess he's gonna say you can you know you'll find if you go back in the last later episodes, you find that that not only don't I don't I listen to the show after we get done them, I sometimes don't remember what we talk about because I'm very on the fly, improv improvisational. Yeah, I guess you can kind of call it. Um, he is not scripted, folks. I, yeah, I'm so I am so unscripted. I'm abstract. <laughs> Geeks is not scripted, but very abstract. <laughs> Told you, folks, they're awesome at shit. <laughs> so yeah, we'll, uh, sit back, relax. Unless you're driving, then pay attention. Pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, folks. You know, wake up, sit back, relax, you know, chill for the next hour, and prepare to giggle, at least. So we'll see you in the end, folks. And we're back, everybody. You're listening to Geeksters Live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. All right. Let's get yeah. into nerd news. Wah, wah. All right. What you got this week, Ed? Well, earlier we were talking about The Hobbit. We were? Yes. I forgot already. No, it's kind of <laughs> This celebrity was apparently offered a role in The Hobbit. Okay. What part? <laughs> it does not say. It says... <laughs> of course it doesn't. I asked the stupid question. <laughs> Celebrity chef Jamie Oliver was offered a role in one of the Hobbit films if he cooked Peter Jackson's 50th birthday dinner. 
How do, however, due to scheduling conflict, Oliver actually could had to turn down the director's offer. So he did actually cook the dinner for oh, his Oh, but he's like, I'm scheduling. Yeah, I like he's, he's doing a lot of shows and a lot of uh, appearances that he couldn't do it. Okay. So. Yeah, well, it was probably going to be a walking cameo. I'm sure, sure if you look closely, Peter Jackson's made a cameo in all the other Lord of the Rings movies. So I'm sure he's probably made a cameo in this movie, too. Mm-hmm. So... I don't. Th- I don't know if it'll be a meaty part, but uh, okay. <laughs> it'll probably. Be, it'll, there's probably a scene where there's like a. a, a it would have been a healthy part. <laughs> there's probably yeah. a scene where they're doing like a. Like I'm trying to think of like a banquet, mm-hmm. and he'd probably be the guy cooking. Like right. one of those like ironic things. Yeah. Uh, all right, it's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, we got uh, what's his face? Um, you donkey. <laughs> <laughs> oh god why the hell can i think of his name gordon ramsay gordon ramsay they got gordon ramsay instead what do you mean they're gonna go with the charge of thing you donkey <laughs> i'm sorry i sound more like uh mike myers than <laughs> yeah, I-, yeah <laughs> I was gonna say he's scottish but he doesn't have the scottish accent <laughs> oh they're gonna go up the hill <laughs> look at me riding my piggy <laughs> that's my billy Connolly. <laughs> that's right <laughs> hey it's me billy Connolly. i sound the same in all my movies uh. but this time i'm a computer generated i'm riding a pig <laughs> to save the day <laughs> all right so uh, oh, God. Oh, good good for him what's next there ed rambo five the last bun level excuse me rambo five last bud Wow, Man. Last Blood. Yes. Confirmed <laughs> by Sylvester Stallone. Um, I gotta be honest, I'm actually looking forward to it. Because the last Rambo movie that he did was really good. <laughs> it was good. It was fun. It was entertaining. It did. I'm kind of curious to see how they're going to wrap it up because, spoiler alert, he actually goes home in the last movie. Mm-hmm. So he was walking up to a big house. So I'm like, is it going to be like... Rambo, like someone comes to try to arrest him, and he's you know walls up the house. <laughs> I need your first blood. You need your first blood. We're just gonna film everything in a house, like you know, because I'm greedy and lazy. <laughs> I don't want to leave my sofa. I've been packing on the pounds. I'm chunkbo. <laughs> I look more like I did in Cop Out. The cop land. I wasn't even in Cop Out. <laughs> so, um, basically, he's now confirmed it. And, uh, of course, it was no grand announcement. It was actually sandwiched between news ow. that Stallone was headed to Philadelphia for production on Creed, the yeah. Rocky spinoff uh, series starring Fantastic Four's Michael B. Jordan. And, uh, uh, and of course, then they're talking about his workspace, which you'll see on our post in uh, on our Geekster's page, Geekster's radio page on Facebook. Wow! So go check that out, kids, and uh, see the pictures of what his uh, writing environment looks like. It probably looks like a room with a typewriter. I'm thinking. <laughs> no, actually, it's a lot of of. They'll tell spoil and go click uh... on the link. Like, dude, your tease go like, hey, go to our website, go to our Facebook page, and now I'm going to tell you what, so you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing the old. It probably doesn't look this. Maybe, maybe there's a big pile of meat. Oh, sitting by the typewriter. When I get mad, I go right back. I go punch the meat a couple times. <laughs> Helps me think. But I gotta think, Aaron Mickey. I need to think. I got runner's block. <laughs> you gotta keep writing, Rock. You gotta keep writing. It's a semicolon, not a colon. <laughs> you okay? 
It was about Creed. It's about Creed when he was a young boy, a young man coming up in the coming up in the world. <laughs> Guys don't trust nobody. You know, this isn't that rock star song. You know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> wants to be a fighting superstar, live large, big house with fine cars, coming up in the world. Nobody stopped before that heavyweight belt, yo. <laughs> <laughs> He wouldn't think he wasn't was greedy and lazy. I know that's two things. That's how that's how much he was at those things. <laughs> the writer's black. You can tell if I'm just looping my sentences over and over again, Mick. <laughs> White out me, Mick. Because <laughs> he's in a typewriter, isn't he? <laughs> that's an old joke. What's <laughs> white out? Stop sniffing the. Stop sniffing it, eh? Mick. I need it. It's, it's great he's giving Mick a chance. Maybe only a breakout star. Wow. <sighs> All right, so what else you got there, Ed? X Men: Days of Future Past row cut to be released summer of 2015. Of course, we've talked about this in the past that they were they were talking about it, but apparently the I actually read this article, so you might not need to know if. When we talked about Days of Future Past coming out, there was supposed to be a longer cut, and because Anna Paquin reprises her role as Rogue, and she's supposed to, yeah, she's at the very end of the movie, mm-hmm. but there was a more more chunk in the storyline of her and that they cut out that wasn't in the Blu-ray release, it wasn't in the deleted scenes, because you were saying, well, they're probably going to do, a, they'll probably do like a, 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 a re-release, bit, a re-release of, it, yes. of it. And Ed was right. <laughs> but from the article says it's 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 not really like it's not a director's cut, it's more like an alternate cut. Right. And that they're only they're gonna do they're gonna do it the way they did with the Daredevil director's cut. Not a lot of bonus like some extra bonus features about this cut, right. but it's not gonna have the original version. They're not gonna have the theatrical version. It's just gonna be the rogue version. It's gonna mm. be that version. Some extra bonus stuff that obviously deals with the rogue version of the of the movie. Yeah, but anything else is you're not going to get because it's on the other the, the Days of Future Past discs. Right. So I don't know how I feel about that, Ed. I, you know? Well, I mean, um, obviously, yeah. Okay. I liked the movie. Uh-huh. I didn't, wasn't like over the moon about it. Right. I liked it, but uh, so I'll vent, I'll pick up the rogue edition because I do like. Everybody in. I would like to see how Rogue would fit in because I, I like Rogue. You know, yeah. see what see what happened to her character and on all this action. Right, unfolding, yeah. Um, but I'm also kind of not really like we've been doing this for a while, mm-hmm. and we're DVD purchasers. Yeah. So I kind of feel like okay, they're going to do this version, and then they're going to do the Rogue version. It's just going to the Rogue version. It's sooner or later when the next X Men movie, like when the X Men Apocalypse comes out. Mm-hmm. You know, there's going to be a big box set with, oh, we're going to put those movies together, kind of yeah. like, eh, I don't know. I mean, I, like I said, I'm going to buy it because I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm definitely going to pick this up just because of. I mean, I did really enjoy this movie a lot, right? And it was one of those type of movies that I like to see what the alternative would have been with Rogue in yeah. it. Yeah. And it's like when it does come out with that future boss set of like all these movies, because you know they're you know of course when apocalypse yeah. comes out, see it all up till you know till present day until you get to apocalypse, and then of course apocalypse will be really nothing to do with any of that. Yeah, X Men, you know, fans because I think they're restarting the whole. Well, they're they're recasting some of the people, so I don't I don't know. We'll just wait and find out, early. Yeah, you know, 
Um, since we're talking about recuts and everything like that, I have yet to watch it. I'm half tempted, but it's going to be a long, the super cut of the Marvel Cinematic Universe done in chronological order. Really? Yeah, like someone went and took all the all the movies that are out now, uh-huh. recut them, kind of like you know, like the Phantom edit. All right. You know, recut it to where it takes place in chronological order, not like oh, well, Thor took this, took place in this time. It mm-hmm. was whatever happened in the past is there, and then whatever happens in the present happens there, and whatever the future happens there. It's like whatever ah, like okay. that course, like. What was Thor doing? What was Iron Man doing when Thor was fighting here? Well, we intercut it that way to kind of figure out when all this stuff was happening in chronological order. So you can kind of go, well, why wasn't Iron Man in helping Captain America? Because maybe he was in the South dealing with his own problem with the yeah. Iron Man 3. So it's kind of like that's how it's cut. All right. So, yeah, I haven't, like I said, I, don't, I think some of all those movies in one setting, I just, yeah, that's. And not only that, but the, to the dedication to actually put it all together. Yeah, I mean that's a monumental yeah. task. Yeah. I mean, I mean, obviously not making any money off. Yeah, of it's this. just one of the, uh, the love of the uh, Marvel universe, I guess. You know, yeah. someone sat down, ultimate fanboy, I would say. Wow. You know, but wow. if if like someone said, oh, you know what, maybe next comic book convention, look for maybe like a DVD bootleg of yeah. that, and I would go, oh, okay, I'd buy it for like twenty bucks, fifty bucks, whatever it is, yeah, just to kind of sit there and go. I can watch it at my own pace. I'm not glued to my TV. I can glue not I'll glue be glued to my TV and not my computer screen. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I can pause it when I want to pause it and stop. You know, like that. You know, yeah. to be able to enjoy it. You know, eat it like a slow meal. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So all that you was can, a little weird. <laughs> all you can eat buffet of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But what's next, Ed? Make it so. Guy is trying to invent warp drive in his garage. Some of the best ideas come from you know, from either the garage or the shitter. Gotta start somewhere. <laughs> Sitting there in the shitter going, uh, warp drive. Uh, I think that, you know, hey, look, work for Doc Brown. <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> Make it so. <laughs> you already did. <laughs> warp factor two. Bloop. <laughs> Ooh, that's a flashback. Boy, that water's cold. <laughs> so well, David Pears is working on it right now. Uh, apparently, he has a lot of time <clears throat> and a little bit of money that he's working on it. Scientists say that it is possible, but on the on the scale that we're at, well, yeah, we're, we're, it's not there. They they are saying that there is natural warp bubbles out there for the technology, right. but to manufacture a synthetic warp bubble is impossible. But right as now, far as we know, right? Maybe this guy got hit on the head with something while he was in the shitter, and it came to him in a dream, and he wrote it all down like a flux <laughs> capacitor kind of thing. You know, maybe he has the answer to the to the question, like how do I make a, a what do you call it a synthetic warp drive bubble thingy? Yeah. You know, maybe he was look. Maybe he was, you know, sitting at the tub and he farted and bloop, bloop, warp drive. <laughs> like you know, like, uh, <laughs> you never know. And but though it does say though, if he can lay the groundwork for something feasible, scientists look at it and go, that could work. We need this. Who knows? We could have warp capabilities at some point. Right. But I mean, here's the thing. I mean, like if if you saw a movie and you know something does this, they made it up, right? And you're so into it that you know. Would, would would you attempt something like that? Would you 
would you be so gung-ho? But not only just come up with the theory, like writing out all the equations or whatever, like actually build something that you could well, say, here's a test. Like, Okay, see, first thing you got to consider is you got to remember who you're talking to. I'm lazy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm a good idea, man, just bad in execution. Like, you know, like tomorrow we're going to go on a diet. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Look at the chips, you know. Um, but I mean, if you think about it, though, Star Trek helped put people into engineering positions. Yeah. Like, I don't think that without Star Trek, we wouldn't have, like, the communicator turning out, which is a cell phone. Yeah. You know, I mean... Tablet computers. Yeah, and like, you know, like the touchpads. Yeah, like, all those things, I think that it took an engineer to figure all that stuff out, and some of those engineers had got it from their love of Star Trek. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know... So, I mean, I, I believe that... that the next generation of engineers use, you know, can go back to sit there. I didn't mean it like it was like pun in, not intended kind of thing. It's doing the Picard like, face. Why? Oh, God. So, yeah, I mean, if, if I was the kind of person, if I had the brains and the ability and the talent and the, you know, drive yeah. to try something like that, sure. I mean, people do like, look at us. This is not really a it's not a paying gig. It's more of a hobby. Mm. Yeah. You know, we're kind of good at it. <laughs> so, <laughs> don't think like that. that's what we tell sean to make that's him feel real. better <laughs> okay rocket <laughs> uh, so, how about you you erica would, would like like if something like that like you're inspired <laughs> and you had an idea that maybe this could be feasible would like you would like go out and do that and take oh your, yeah yeah spare time? i mean yeah it, it, i mean like kind of what we were just talking about with the show, you know, like I went to school, I got, you know, I got a bachelor's in, in art, but unfortunately I can't make money out of it, at it right now. I still do it because I love it, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah, I mean, you know, if if I saw, if I saw something that I thought, you know what, that'd be really cool to do just for the fuck of it. I mean, as long as I'm still paying my bills and everything. Yeah. Why not? Okay. Yeah, I, yeah. So I mean, because you know, like Sean said, we got so many good ideas out of Star Trek that people turned around and made into real things. So you know, yeah, absolutely. You got to start. Innovation has to start somewhere, and mm-hmm. if it's in somebody's you know basement or garage or in the shitter. toilet, you know, more power to them. All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. What else? All right. Uh, how about this one? Sam Raimi revisits Spider Man Three. And it quotes, I messed up plenty. Okay. This is one of these articles that, you know, they 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 talked to him at Entertainment Weekly, had a conversation. <laughs> we talked to Sam Raimi, see if he ever had any regrets. <laughs> to, uh, right to you, Ed. <laughs> so, yes, he admitted that, you know, it was, you know, he was dealt a rough hand and uh, there was too many cooks in the kitchen and they were talking about, you know, making Spider-Man 3. So he wanted to kind of back off a lot of the storyline that was there, but he was getting a lot of um, force from the the guy. You know. Okay, the, so the basically, producers. it sounds like he's going, "Look, you know what? Sony, fuck Sony." Yeah. Like you know, they're they're they were forcing me to make a movie I didn't want to make, mm-hmm. and I because I'm a I was getting a paycheck and they're paying my bills. They're fr- I, you know I don't want to be fired from the job. I got to comply to what they what their wishes are. So therefore, I made the movie. Sorry. Nice. <laughs> like, I was just a pawn in the big game of life. <laughs> Sam Raimi just pawning game, game of Spider-Man. Life. Uh-huh. You know, so, all right. Did he say, like, how he would do things differently? Or, like, any plots that... No, no. Just 
I fucked up. I'm sorry. Right, because he's he was his goal wasn't trying to top any other the pictures. He was just trying to tell a just, bigger story, you know, and it, with a different sensibility about it. And he just right did, didn't Which, want it. it. Wasn't his vision. Like, I, yeah, I kind of wonder if like his vision. Like, I, Sam is, is. I love his work. Mm. And like Sam, like because we're on first name basis, yeah, yeah. buddies. But I kind of wonder: was it his idea or a corporate entity's idea to make Sandman the actual killer of Uncle Ben? Like, you know, I know that the studio forced Venom on him mm. because he said, "I wasn't really. I'm a classic. I didn't know much about Venom." Mm. All right, you know what? So I can kind of buy that part of going. It needs Venom. Right. We need toys. Yeah. You know, because that's, you know, back then, Marvel probably was, you know, they weren't owned by Disney at that point. No. So, I mean, uh, all right. I mean, I, I, he's had enough of a good record that when you, uh, when a director comes across and you don't like that movie, mm. I always kind of think that there's something more behind the scenes, like of going, this is, I know they do better work. Right. You know, like, right. I'm a fan, but every once in a while, like, they're not all home runs. Someone you get a solid single out of right. it, right? You know that kind of. A... Well, that's the thing. I mean, I, I mean, like I, I, I've always liked these kind of articles because they, you know, they realize it and they want to tell you, you know, yeah, you yeah. know what? I really tried to do something. It really wasn't my vision, you know, and I, I, I want to tell people that, and that like, yeah, I'm standing behind my work, and that's it, and because that, a, yeah. a lot of directors like that, they just, you know, this is the way it is, like, you know. um, can't think of that, that person's name right now. Well, right. Michael Bay did that with yes. the whole, you know, Transformers. Or I don't care if you like it or not, you're still going to go see it, right? Yeah. You know, he's not because he doesn't look. I think that that's the arrogance of that individual. Sam Raimi's had a, a really good career. Like even Ridley Scott can go go back and say, you oh, know, I, I fucked up here, or I fucked up there, or I'm just I'm a hired director. This is and I'm told to do this, right? Excuse me, Sam could have been the same way, you know, for, especially for Spider Man Three, because now you're working on a trilogy. First one made money. Second one made a lot more money. Mm-hmm. Third one was going to be, you know, it's, it becomes the more, um, I'm going to say the more mainstream that movie becomes, the more it hits on a popular culture. Mm. The next movie, more people get their hands in. Right. You know, because now everyone wants their cut. You know, in the beginning, there was like, we don't know if it's going to make money. So I'm going to, you know, more people are afraid of taking risks in Hollywood. Mm. So to be like, okay, we're going to play. I don't, I don't want nothing to do with this movie. Oh, superhero! What do you mean he's not? Gonna, he's going to be wearing the mask the whole time? Fuck! I want nothing. It's going to be a bomb. It's going right. to be a bomb. And then all of a sudden, wait a minute, how much? Well, okay, yeah, sure, I'm in for Spider-Man too. Yeah, you know, it made that more by the second one. They're going, oh, you know what? It made so much because I got involved. So now we're going to make the movie I see because right. you know we know that toys sell, so you need to make more characters to sell more shit. Right. Because I just saw in a recent article. That Tim Burton said one of the reasons why he probably didn't do Batman three was because he pissed off McDonald's with Batman oh, yeah. with the Batman Returns because you couldn't sell toys through McDonald's because they were one of the big you know mm-hmm. sponsors because they wanted that whole Happy Meal toy line. There's nothing at all <laughs> kid friendly that be buy like would you? I mean, okay, maybe now, but as a kid, would you want the Penguin toy in a Happy Meal? Right, so because yeah, he's a creepy uh, penguin. Yeah, yeah, like I mean, which I think he was brilliant at. Yeah, you know, yeah. Retrospect, you know, like, you know, you know what? That was like the perfect penguin. The, of course, as a kid, you're like, oh, like yeah, you know, like boy. I wouldn't want a toy with that. Like, or yeah. you know, Jack making a Jack Nicholson toy was kind of hard. Like, I, you know, you're dealing with a visionary mm-hmm. or a guy who has a specific style. Mm-hmm. 
to try to corporatize him and to be able to bend to your kind of will yeah. to sell tchotchkes, it's never going to work. That's probably one of the reasons why, you know, um, Edgar Wright left Ant-Man, Ant-Man yeah. for yeah. creative differences. Like, I wanted my story to go this way, and somebody at Marvel would be going, no, no, well, you got to stick to this plan. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was that black and white, but I do think that there was, like, like you said, too many cooks in the kitchen. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because I just saw, I was child surfing today, and uh, Electra was on. Right. And I was watching that, and I'm like, oh, my God, how, like, horrible of a movie this is. Like, like I, I was, like, indifferent about it, but the more, I, every time I watch it more and more, it's just, like, there's so many other, like, good points that you could have played upon, yeah. you know, in that movie, mm-hmm. and you just, they just didn't. And, of course, I think always the kid factor always hurts it, you know, because it was, like, the girl that was like kind of be like the next lecture or something like that, like that they were playing that around like oh, that, yeah. that kind of feel of the movie, and I'm and I'm like and I always think like back and like thinking I wonder like if somebody like just said no like that's not a good idea and they just went ahead and fired yeah, right yeah they would have been like yo you we hired you we can replace you I made you and I can break you <laughs> that kind of thing like I think today if they try to make Electra today. I think it would be a better movie. Mm-hmm. Now, keep in mind, I enjoy Electra for what it is. I mean, I I have like a this little kind of like crush on Jennifer Gardner. Mm-hmm. So watching her on screen is always a joy for me because mm-hmm. I'm like, I like her. I like that 13 going on 30 movie, for God's sakes. Mm-hmm. And it's got the Hulk in it, you know? <laughs> so it's, it's like, it's one of those kind of like, she, I don't really, eh, the best way I can say it is like, I'm okay with the movie. I'm not going... What should I watch today? Oh, I know Electra. I gotta yeah. be kind of in the mood. If 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 it's like on TV, I'll be like, oh, here comes a fight scene I like. You know, yeah. acting. Eh, you know, but the action. No, see, I I don't have a problem with with the acting ability. I think just the script writing yeah. is, is bad. Like it, that's that's the, yeah. the whole idea of, of why I'm saying this is not so much like I don't know. I think Jennifer Garner was a horrible. No, 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 no. That's not the case. Right. It's just that the 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 way the story was written out, it's just so convoluted. That you yeah. like a couple times you get lost like watching that movie because you yeah. you don't know and that's just like I remember though Daredevil and the Electra you know love affair right that um I can't think of the artist's name or the creator who created Electra um, Frank Miller yes <laughs> <laughs> I'm bad with names today that's I'm right. bad with names with every day everybody's so. bad with names. right now it's okay you have three people are probably drunk all of them you know <laughs> <laughs> playing the geeksters drinking game <laughs> you know but you know you 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 remember that in comic, you know, in the comics, reading yeah. that kind of thing, how the love affair, how that was, and then you want to see it on the big screen, and it wasn't really that yeah. kind of moment. And Dare, yeah, and Daredevil, and then you know, Elektra just... did feel like, a, hey, we're going to make a spinoff. We got a series here, kind of, yeah. yeah, you know, oh well. <laughs> I, I mean, I would like to see him revisit that, just the character. I mean, I would like to see, I would love to see, seriously, and everybody would flip out about this but i would have loved to see ben affleck do a daredevil 2 movie i so did i i didn't not so much because like i said i i don't think that was a great movie you know right but i thought he was good i mean even he came out and said you know what if i'm sorry like even he said he was sorry especially with the whole batman thing he was like look if i thought i was going to be if i was the same actor i was back then even i'd be out there holding signs against me (laughs) he's like but i'm not i'm gonna you know like i'm not that person anymore and, which is true. I, I mean, I think it, at the time when he did, it, he was he was more of a um, movie star mm-hmm. who's become more of an actor. Yeah, you know, especially as a director too. Like I think he's learned his craft over the years to be able to kind of, you know, kind of know his make better choices. Right. As far as acting or directing or whatever kind of vision he has, which is the reason why I'm pro bad Affleck. You know, Batfleck. 
<laughs> now, so but but here's camp. the thing, though. This year, we're supposed to be getting the Daredevil TV show on Netflix. Yes. So they might be, I mean, okay, it probably won't be the first season. But who knows? Maybe Electra will pop up there. I mean, they have Vincent D'Onofrio playing Kingpin. They got, they, they were already showing, like, pictures of him in the suit. Mm. Like, or in a suit. You know, the, the, because before when he first started, he was just dressed kind of like, kind of ninja-ish. Mm-hmm. And then it took a while. Like, I'm, I'm curious to see if they're going to give him the yellow outfit. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, are they going to go through the progression of, of his outfits, like, yeah. through the years? Or are they going to go right from this this um, black T-shirt, hood over his eyes kind of thing, to, you know, the yellow to the red? Like, you yeah. know, I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Because I know it's supposed to be coming out this year. Yes. Yeah, so it'll probably be, like, spring or summer of, of 2015. That'd be all uploaded on the Netflix and be like, this is great. You can binge watch it. <laughs> I, I I mean, I, I, I think as a, as a series, I think it's going to do very well. Yeah. I mean, you know, cause it's, it's one of those type of characters that you can't just do in like a two and a half hour chunk. Really? Yeah. So much. I mean, you would need a three, really a three picture deal on that. Especially because I think with his character being a lawyer, mm-hmm. you can get some really nice court dramas intermixed with, the superhero stuff. Yeah. You know, like maybe he has to go out, you know, I mean, you know, like typical TV is, I know this guy's guilty. I have to prove it. The cops aren't doing their jobs. So now as their devil, I have to go and prove that guy, you know, being right. guilty and have the evidence there not be tainted yeah. by me. You know, it'd be interesting. I, I, I'm really looking forward to the show. All right. What else? Uh, what else you got there, Ed? Well, you're we talking about the Sony hacks. Uh, oh! Sony hacks, Ooh. Sony chairman on Zack Snyder's man of steel. It was really bad. No. Of course. Okay, as- well, hold on for a sec. Let's take this with a grain of salt, only because it is the head of Sony. Yes. So, therefore, you know, he could be sitting there going, he's getting a lot of shit. That Spider-Man movie is fucked. <laughs> so, maybe he's getting, you know, he's trying to take the heat off of him and go, yeah, that Batman v Superman movie? Utter shite. No, no, they're talking about, not, not that one. They're Just talking- Man of Steel? Man of Steel itself. You know, when it came out that the, they had the chairman himself was talking to Amy Pascal and they were back and forth emails. So basically, because all the leaked emails mm-hmm. are saying it's saying that the, the super movie is really bad. They, you know, they were just they were just blatantly obvious with it. Um, and they, they think they should um, advocate a marketing campaign to kind of really hurt the movie because they felt that, you know, really? Yeah, because they were, you know, feeling bad about the amazing Spider-Man's that they were. Oh, so it was one of those things like our movie, you know, even though it was, it made money. Yeah. But I guess they were kind of like, you know, was he not um, the first Amazing Spider-Man that they're talking about? Or not Spider-Man 2? No, it wasn't Spider-Man 2. So it was probably the Amazing Spider-Man, though, with yeah. the Garfield one. Yeah. They, I mean, they don't, they don't give me too much detail on the article. No, but, no, no. I, I'm just trying to remember timeline because yeah. I'm like, well, Amazing Spider-Man 2 came out last year. Man of Steel was a couple years before I did that. Yeah. So it would have to be the first Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. Which... Made money, but it wasn't really a critical. Well, it's, it wasn't like Spider Man, you know. I mean, right. I mean, Spider Man made huge amounts of money at the right. time, so it's like one of those type of things. Where they were kind of, I think, <laughs> hopefully, striking that again with Amazing right. Spider Man, which and, I don't understand why. Well, I mean, again, keep in mind it was supposed to be Spider Man Four, and then with Sam backing out of it because and the yeah, way because it's followed, right? Yeah, because I mean, it, it wound up being like this big domino effect because obviously he was he was not feeling treated right for Spider Man Three. Which affected him wanting to do Spider-Man Four, mm-hmm. and then them going, "Fine, you don't want to do Spider-Man Four. We're just going to reboot the series as almost like your series never existed. 
We're going to get a new actor. We're going to get a new director. We're going to go in a new direction. And then that direction kind of didn't hit didn't hit the mark the way the first Spider-Man did. Mm. So I guess now, I guess, yeah, so it's probably like wasn't critically a success. It's fans like it or they don't like it. I don't think it's like, I don't think if I asked a room of 10 people if they liked The Amazing Spider-Man, I'm probably, it'd be like a 60-40 split maybe. 60, I think it depends on age groups. I think, yeah. Well, I think if you're going to talk like middle-aged people who grew up with Spider-Man, I think 60% would probably say they liked it. Because it's Spider-Man on the big screen. Mm. You think I'm wrong? You think Yeah, 60... I think it's the other way around. You think 60% is going to say they didn't like but it? Yeah. Oh, well, it's possible. You know? So I think that they also make sense. Like, you know what? Let's let's slam Man of Steel because he could have his panties in a bunch and just... You've seen already at other, some of those Sony hacks of how high schoolish they are. Yeah. It's like, oh, I don't like that movie, so let's talk bad about it. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, a bunch of bunch of high school girls, you know. I mean, I, just, I don't get because it's like if like if I was ahead of Sony or you know or one of the heads of Sony right. working on it, I would be like, "Fuck! They just put out Man of Steel. It made this much money. How can we get Amazing Spider-Man two to like, yeah, I, knock it, you know, lock it for a loop, you know, kind of thing? Not talk bad about it because it's just like it was controversial in a way. Not controversial. It's, I think that's a wrong word for it. But like because the the ending was split. That because there was people that didn't like the end. I know, I know, you but know? I saw this funny meme that someone because again, it's common knowledge. Superman kills Zod at the end of yes. Man of Steel, but people were like, "He killed him in the comic book. He killed him in Superman too." Like, <laughs> you know, that's the thing though. I mean, that was always open for interpretation. Superman too. He froze to death as a human. <laughs> I mean, he, he took away his powers. Broke his hand and then tossed him into a, what looked like a bottomless ravine in the middle of the Antarctic, as a human being in a very light black shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm assuming at some point he went, "Fuck, it's cold." You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's because that's the thing. That's it. Really got me at the end of Electra. She's she's looking at the house like the, the adventure's over, and she turns around, and her master's there. Uh-huh. Who was the, the I don't know the actor's name, but he played Terrence Stamp. Terrence Stamp, who played General Zod in right. Spider Man Two, and he gives her advice, and I'm like, do you really want to get advice from General Zod? <laughs> <laughs> Look how he turned <laughs> out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. You know. All right. You got anything else there, Ed? <laughs> Iron Man Four. Could feature this actor as the title superhero. I mean, as Iron Man? Yes. All right. Who, Ed? Who? Who? Who, you might ask. Who? Who down in Whoville will <laughs> wear the iron suit? The thespian in question is 13-year-old. The lesbian in question? Thespian. <laughs> oh, sorry. With a TH. Sorry. Damn. Ty Simpkins. Now, if you don't know who she who he is, who she is, <laughs> <laughs> see that was my psychic ability knowing that he was going to call it a good. You can't use those big words. You make me confused. <laughs> Thespian. All right, so it's who- like that time at the carnival where you made me go to the merry-go-round over and over again until I threw up. It was sad. So, right. uh, who is this young fine lad? If you remember in Iron Man three, the not the little kid. The little kid. Ah, oh, bullshit. <laughs> Sorry, I just it really got my. Wow. My, my, uh, you can you can hear my panties go. 
up my ass. <laughs> you could hear them twist right there. That was the moment. Of course, he has been in a lot of films. He's been in Revolutionary Road, Stop Insidious. Like, Wait, shut up. The next three days. <laughs> Wait, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> shut up. Shut up. I'm a really good kid, man. Stop talking. Shut up. Okay, well, keep going. He has won Best Performance by a Young Actor in the Saturn Awards. So he's 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 getting kind of good at his at his role. And they're expecting to have Iron Man being made in twenty nineteen. Okay, okay, so, so, right, you, so you can't So you got five more years, so he's gonna be like eighteen at the time when this movie's going to be made and coming out. But the thing is is that there's two factors that you really have to factor on. His fact is is that if RDJ won't reprise the role because he could still do Iron Man four. Doesn't mean he was out. Just means his contract's up. Right, yeah. He can always renegotiate. Because he's even teased mm-hmm. that, too, going like, because uh, he's already said that he's going to be in Captain America 3. Right. So, and he's also going to be in, in Avengers 3. 3. Right. So... You don't know. You don't. You just, yeah. you just don't know. It depends. He even said, like, well, it depends on how I feel at the time. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm pushing 50 at this point. Like, sooner or later, I'm going to break a hip. You know, I already <laughs> broke an ankle. You know? <laughs> <laughs> what else do you want from me, people? My spy? Like, between me and Harrison Ford, your heroes are getting old. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we both broken ankles on a set of a movie. So that's that's the other thing. And of course, where Todd Simpkins is going to be in 2019. Yeah, he could be a fat accountant in like bumblefuck New Mexico, for all you know. Yes. Or he could be a, a meth head by the time he's 27. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, I'll be Iron Man. I'll be Iron Man. Is it pay? I'll be Iron Man, sure. You know? Give me that MCU uh, money. Oh. I'm an eight ball now. Yeah. What would Iron Man do? Sniff it up his nose. I'm getting into character. It was an alcoholic. He's an alcoholic. Can I, sh- yeah. can I shoot it up in my face? No, you don't understand. I'm, just, I'm taking a new take on it. <laughs> I'm the modern Iron Man. Yeah. <laughs> Alcohol so 1970. <laughs> 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 right now, a bunch of comic book nerds just laugh their ass off. <laughs> that, was, that was for you, peeps. <laughs> and then somebody just turned to somebody else and went, Why is but- that so funny? <laughs> Why am I dating you again? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, all right. I, I mean, if they're going to replace Iron Man and Tony, I mean RDJ, mm. I'm sure they'll they'll put some time and effort into it. I don't think they're going to pick like the kid. Yeah, we'll see. I'm, you know what? I would be interested to see how they hand how they handle it, like as a movie goer, mm-hmm. because it's been Tony Stark. I mean, if anything. Uh, see again, War Machine takes over, but you know he's getting old too. So it's like in the comic books, it's well they're replacing with somebody else. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean I they already placed him once. I mean, they do what Bond every couple of years. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess. Well, that's the thing. Okay, well that brings up an interesting question then. Like, like the day they replace Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, how do you think you're going to feel? You don't know, obviously. Well, yeah, but, but I mean, like, think about it. I mean, it's like he's been Iron Man since two. Or, or, sorry, excuse me. He's been Wolverine since 2000. Yeah. So, so in every movie. 14 years. You know, in every X-Men movie and his own solo movies, yeah. he was Wolverine. So now, like, eventually you're going to see him because. Yeah, like, he's, he's even said it. Yeah. Right. Like, I can only be Wolverine for so long. Like, uh, yeah. I'm not. I don't have the healing power to never age. Right. 
You know what? I guess it is one of those things. That it depends on who. It really depends on who they get. I guess you know. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure people were outraged when George Lazenby took over from Sean Connery, or when you know um, Roger Moore took over from Sean Connery. Mm-hmm. So, or when Daniel Craig took it away from Pierce Brosnan. I mean, not take it away, but, you know, when they switched. When it, yeah, when, when it they, gets passed on. Yeah, when they, whenever you pass the baton, you always have the fondness for, like, look at Jack Nicholson, Heath Ledger. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. there was one of those things, like, you know, and now Jared Leto, because Stacey and I were talking about the Jared Leto thing. Like, she was, she saw a, um, a fan-made poster with him as the Joker. I'm like, you know, that's not how he's going to look. She's like, really? I'm like, they haven't even started filming the movie yet. So you don't know what he's going to look like. You don't know where he's going to go. Right. And I'm like, I don't know, like, seeing him on the screen would be kind of cool and interesting, but he's got a big shoes to fill. Right. And that's kind of where, you, where again, when I sat down and watched Dark Knight, you know, The Dark Knight, I sat with my arm crook, go, you better fucking impress me. Jack Nichols is my fucking Joker. Yeah. You know? And then when he knocks it off the roof, I'm just like... Ooh, well, completely different Joker, but it was still fucking awesome. Like, yeah. I mean, so he's got to come up with a way to a different facet of the Joker. Well, it's, and that's and that's the thing. I mean, the Joker's one of those characters that's just like there is a lot of factors now involved. Right. Like, not only do you have to have the right actor to play it to, to portray this character, but you have to have the right makeup because the, the, you've got to yeah. make that makeup give yeah. you that little are, extra edge. Are you gonna go with the you know? rigorous grin of the Joker or are you going to go with the scar look or are you going to find some comedy right, to do too, it? right yeah. so that's that's, that's if, it, if at all oh, it's the same so that the makeup the, the makeup part of it so those people have got to really nail it yeah they, they might point. go uh, they might go what do you call it Cesar Romero it's just the lips the, the, just the makeup they, yeah you know so I, you know so you got that involved and then of course you know uh, uh, the script designing. I mean, I mean like the the lines he's got to say. I mean, just got to yeah. it's got to not not only deliver it, but what's delivered? Because if it's a bad script, it's going to hurt his character through the whole yeah. movie and yeah, everybody that's, else. And that's the thing is, if he doesn't sell you on the Joker, it's not like it's not like when Heath Ledger did um, Dark Knight Return, yeah, you know, the Dark Knight that you didn't know he was going to come back. You know, he might have. There was, I'm sure an idea to bring him back for the dark knight rises mm-hmm. except unfortunately he you know he, he you know died mm-hmm. so this is jared leto's first chance to be the first person to play joker in more than one movie right, if you know if everything he stays healthy and you know that kind of a right as long as knock on wood nothing bad happens to him yeah but if you don't if he doesn't sell it right out the gate anything he does after that it's just going to flop. People aren't going to want to watch. Right. You know, so it's it's very precarious. Like, I don't know if I could be, want that kind of a responsibility. Right. Like, you can just go, look, I'm an actor. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just told what the director tells me. But everyone knows that when it comes to those types of things, you always blame the actor. People still blame Ben Affleck for Daredevil. People mm-hmm. blame, you know, so-and-so for whatever role they play. You know, it's like. Right. No, yeah, I agree with you. I mean, you know, I mean. Because we've, we've had that discussion more than one time. It's, it's. The actor is just a hired person. Right. He takes direction. You know, yeah. the director is the one who has the director goes, I want you to say this with this inflection yeah. because this is how it's you know here. But then they have a script that if it's a poorly written script, then the director has it's like this big giant cascade of of a shitstorm that can happen if it's a bad script. Mm-hmm. So I mean you kinda hope that that writer who's writing for, you know, Suicide Squad will be able to write good enough lines to be able to have Jared Leto sell it 
and I'm not saying anything against his talent as an actor. I'm saying more as a him being able to sell it. You know, well, it's the same though. But I mean, the Joker is one of those characters, one of those most likable characters because yeah. every time you think of Batman, the first villain Joker. you think of is Joker, right. no matter what. Like you, know, you can I can list off of you can you could list off a a, a gallery of rogues from his yeah. you know. Uh, I'll do it right now. No, <laughs> <laughs> but like that's that's the number one. So everybody knows him from, especially from the show and on. Right, and the, and then and the different iterations of it. I mean, you know, just like the Batman animated series. I mean, that was a phenomenal. Yeah, you know, some, to some people, Mark Hamill will always be their Joker. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I like I said, I'm uh, I'm curious, but I, to me, like the Joker, and that's another problem too. Is you put Joker in Suicide Squad mm-hmm. with no Batman, right? Let's say Jared Leto knocks it out of the park. Mm. And then you have Batman, Bruce, um, Ben Affleck paying Batman. You got to hope that he does a good enough job so you as a viewer can't wait to see the two of them on screen together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, because that's going to be the part. Like, Ben Affleck, I think, is a fine actor. I think he's good. I think he's he's ripe for that, that Oscar. Mm. I, I do. I really think that. Mm. And then Jared Leto already has an Oscar in his belt. Not that it really matters much in Hollywood, but you are only as good as your last success. Mm-hmm. You know, your last your last picture pretty much helps you project your next you know project. Mm-hmm. So if Jared Leto knocks it out of the park, and we walk out of 2016 going, "Oh my god, how fucking awesome!" Like we see Batman v Superman mm-hmm. first because that's in April. We walk out going, "Oh my god, he's fucking brilliant." Ben Affleck is Batman. Yeah. I can't believe Christian Christian Bale. I'm gonna say Christian Slater. <laughs> <laughs> Christian Slater sitting here listening, going, "Somebody remembered my name." Come with, come with me. A completely different movie. <laughs> it's me, Christian Slater as Batman. You know, but I mean, I'm Batman. If you go, oh my god, he made Christian Bale's Batman look like a pussy. Yeah. In this movie, you're gonna go. I can't fucking wait to see him in the next movie when he does his own movie. Right. And then you have Jared Leto gone, we leave Suicide Squad, and you go, oh my God, Jared Leto fucking revolutionized the Joker. Mm. If those two get those kind of glowing reviews, you're just, you're salivating going, when is that Batman Joker movie coming out? Yeah. Fuck, I'm, I'm like, that's going to make bazillions of jillions of dollars. Yeah. So, you know, it'd be interesting to kind of hope, I mean, because one, it's, it's, it's a precarious juggling act. It's like juggling right. with chainsaws that are, you know, working. Right. You know, like if one slip can lose a limb. Right. You know, and, and that, I think that's the problem that they're trying to do with the dark. I think. Well, it's a thing, though. I mean, I, I think with, 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 with the way uh, Warner Brothers is doing it, I mean, it's a house of cards. That could collapse at any moment. Right, I but mean, you, you said the same thing with Marvel. But I'm, but the thing is, is though, is, is Marvel, Marvel, I mean, that's the thing. Like, you go, you go Iron Man 1. You weren't thinking, oh, they're going to make a Thor, they're going to yeah. make a Captain America, they're going to make an Avenger movie, and it's going to be blown out of the park. All of a sudden, it was just like, all right, well, we had a success with Iron Man, let's see what we can do with Thor and Captain well, America. Well, yeah, I think it was after the success of, of Iron Man, like, oh, you like that? Guess what we got in store, fuckers? Yeah. Boom, here it is, is what we're going to do, and you're going, ha, 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 And then, like, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, that was pretty much it. Yeah. All the geeks <laughs> around the world just came oh, in their pants like oh i need a towel you're like oh my god this is gonna be great and now i didn't even use my jerkets yeah, i can't spend a mirror so, oh, you know so i mean yeah i think that that's that's kind of like they've established they've kind of were like you know what fuck you guys you like this here's more yeah and they're like oh my god this is great dc on the other hand was going here's a superman movie 
Yes. Hope, hope you like it. Right. But that's the thing. And then like, and man, Superman Returns was people going, what the fuck did you do to Superman? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. And then, here's Man of Steel. <laughs> oh, sure, now he throws a punch, but fuck! <laughs> you know, like, he, brought, he killed somebody. Oh, and Pa Kent, fuck! <laughs> Sorry. You know what? We'll make, here's Batman. <laughs> okay, but got his book in prices. Yeah. Affleck? Fuck! <laughs> that's the thing. I think if Iron Man 1 wasn't a success, <clears throat> that House of Cards I, of Marvel would have never existed. Iron, okay. I think I think Captain America would have stopped. I think I think Thor would have mm. stopped production. I, I mean I completely agree. If anything, if they were in production at the point when they were doing this, I don't think Avengers would have happened. Probably not. Yeah. Here's another thing too. Iron Man was so critically loved mm. that it kind of almost made the other movies almost critic-proof. Yeah. Man of Steel, not so much. Right. So everyone's now looking at this next movie with this critical eye, and you're going, wait, wait. You're going to... You just gave... You're going to do this. You're going to do this. You're, like, there has been more questions raised about the casting and plot lines and storylines of the DC universe than... Like, when it comes to Marvel, Marvel's putting out another movie... They're fine. Yeah. We don't we know it's gonna kick ass. Right. DC, oh you fuckers better fucking impress us because I put a lot of time and money in this Batman seventy five fucking years old. You better come you better come correct. It's that's what you're saying. It's like it's like Marvel is like this that shining student that you see, you know, yeah. kind of thing. And Warner Brothers is like got kicked around and he's crying and he's like, Well, I'm gonna make a Batman v Superman movie, and then after that, I'm gonna do Wonder Woman, and then uh, and then I'm gonna do a, a, a whole Justice League where everybody's gonna be in it. It's gonna be great. You'll see. You'll see. see. I'll show you all. As he shuffles off, <laughs> limping away, you know, like crying, and it's just like you kind of go, bring it, like you know, like, You're like you know, right now, right now, DC, Marvel, Warner Brothers, pumping iron. <laughs> I'll show them all. <laughs> Either that or polish the gats. <laughs> I'm going to come and kick and shoot it. All right. So as we wrap it up, call it a night. That sounds great to me. All right. Well, you guys have been listening to Geeksters Live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and iHeartRadio. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. And don't forget tuned in. That's right. Don't forget tuned in. <laughs> so uh, don't, don't forget to listen to us live every Sunday night from 6 p.m. to 9.30-ish on these fine stations. <laughs> well, the, the five stations that I pointed out before. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> in the meantime, um, go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and like us. Follow us on Twitter. Actually, well, let me just oh. clarify something, though. When you type in Geeksters Radio, you'll just see Geeksters. That's us. Yes. You know, so click like, follow us on Instagram at, at Geeksters Radio, and Twitter at Geeksters. Yes. And then don't forget to hit our website, wordswithgeeks.com, and download... This, if you want to hear this fine program again, you can do so. Words with Geeks or iTunes. It's free. Don't cost nothing. Or you can go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and go to the About section and find all the places you can download this show. In the meantime, if you want to contact Ed, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. If you want to contact Erica, you can contact her at erica at wordswithgeeks.com. And that's Erica with a K. And if you want to contact Sean, you can contact Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. And we'll see you next week, folks. Poodles. And we're back. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Hope you enjoyed that fine quality programming. Did you learn anything? (laughs) If you did, tell Tell us. (laughs) Yeah, tell us because I don't learn nothing. (laughs) That's why we don't kill them because you don't learn nothing. That's right. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, so, I mean, if you enjoyed this program and want to enjoy the shenanigans with us live, you can do so on Sunday nights from 6 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, Tuned In, or iHeartRadio. Just search for Aquanet Radio on those apps. And since we're, you know, we feel so close with each other, I don't, I don't think it's out of line for me to ask you to go to Facebook, type in Geeksters Radio, and then when you see the Geeksters page come up, hit the like button. To show to show your support for the fine laughs doesn't cost nothing either. That's right. Yeah, that's right. And uh, if you want to uh, tell your friends, <laughs> hit the about button. To make sure that if you didn't get us from wordswithgeeks.com or iTunes, you got it from somewhere else. You probably look on the about page in our Geeksters Facebook page. <laughs> I'm always so befuddled when it comes to this part. I do because I'm like, they're listening to the show, so they got it from somewhere. So why tell them where to get the show? Now, if you're not a person on Facebook, you could also follow us on Twitter at, at Geeksters or Instagram at, at Geeksters Radio. Yeah, you could do that too. In the meantime, though, if you want to contact Ed and go, I don't understand. Why do you guys always say that? <laughs> you know, you can contact him at Ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Erica at Erica at wordswithgeeks.com. And that's Erica with a K. So until then, folks, uh, we'll see you. Uh, don't let anything hit, hit you on the head in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Come on. It goes back to the warp drive thing. <laughs> that's true. You know, so hi. See? <laughs> so you got to button it with something that happened in the episode. Like, we're right there, man. Button it, man. Button it. Don't, come on. Try to be professional. Button it. Gotta put a button on it. A toilet the ass thing, guys. Yeah, all right. So all right. until next week, never pee against the wind. <laughs> there you go. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, yeah, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.